Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. Today we're in John 9. And uh, before we get started reading, let's go ahead and uh, just open with prayer. Father, I thank you for this time. I thank you for this day. You are the one who has made us. And it's remarkable that you love us and you want to know us on an intimate level. It's incredible to think about that you knew us and made us specifically how we're made. Because you have a purpose for us. Some of us are tall, some are short, some are brilliant, some are not. Um, and Lord, some can tell jokes, some are humorous, some are so analytical. It's, it's amazing. They can send men to moon, the moon, and they can also make us laugh. I just thank you, Lord, that you made each and every one of us and that you want to fellowship with us. You have a purpose for each one of us. And we're unique and special in your eyes. And I just pray, Father, that you would help me to see each person as you see them. The way that you made them, their strengths, and how special they are. That we would know how to, I would know how to come up beside them and help them if they need help. To support them if they need support. Father, may my eyes be open and see others as you see them. And I pray as we read today, Lord, that our spirits would be open to your teaching, that we would hear from you completely, not from me, but from you, and that you would guide this time to each and every one of us. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So today in, in chapter 9, <clears throat> it's one where it's really easy for me. I think I told you yesterday I'd be a really good Pharisee because I nitpick. I can find fault. It'd be easy for me to to say, "Oh, listen to those 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 Jewish leaders. What idiots! They're so blind. They're just like our politicians today, and really be fault finding with them." But I really have to instead say, "You know, they're just like me. God is telling them, and He has told me numerous times to do something, to not do something, and instead I've hardened my heart." Because it wasn't the narrative. It wasn't the message I wanted to hear. And so I know there have been plenty of times when I have hardened myself and disobeyed. Or just didn't do, which is disobedience. And uh, so for me to look at how some of these people react in the Bible is really... if If I feel empowered or smarter or anything... I'm just fooling myself because throughout my life, I have a really significant track record of hardening my heart and not listening to him. So part of this journey, because I didn't want to do this podcast, I definitely did not want to do this, has been to submit to his will and to do what he's telling me to do. I don't think I'm qualified to do this podcast. I don't think I'm interesting enough to do a podcast. But I'm doing it simply because he told me to. And for if you have questions about that, go back to my introduction. It's all the way at the beginning as to why I'm doing this. It's not because of me. It's not because I feel like I have a lot to impart. It's the exact opposite. I'm doing it because God said, do it. 
and I tried to argue with him and he just kept putting people in my, in my path. So anyways, I'm not going to go through it all here, but anyways, with that said, just think about, are you in this, do, do you do, and I know I do it, I'm a champion of it, do we do the same thing that the Pharisees are doing in this example? So verse 1, chapter 9, as he went along, he saw a, blind, a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he would be born blind? Well, it's kind of, that's kind of like, again, I'm a nitpicker. I would sit there and be like, what a dumb question. The kid obviously was not born. If he was born blind, he then couldn't have sinned. So it had to be his parents' fault. <laughs> That's what my kids would say. No, just kidding. Anyways, um, so that he was born blind. Verse 3. Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus, but this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. As long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. After saying this, he spit on the ground, made some mud with, with the saliva, and put it on the man's eyes. Go, he told him, wash in the, po- the pool of Siloam. This word means sent. So the man went and washed and came home seeing. His neighbors and those who had formerly seen him begging asked, Isn't this the same man who used to sit and beg? Some claimed that he was. Others said, no, he only looks like him. (laughs) But he himself insisted, I'm the man. How then were your eyes open, they asked. He replied, the man they called Jesus made some mud and put it on my eyes. I like how he he neglected the spit part. He told me to go to Siloam and wash. So I went and washed and then I could see. Where is this man, they asked him. I don't know, he said. They brought to the Pharisees the man who had been blind. Now the day on which Jesus had made the mud and opened the man's eyes was a Sabbath. Therefore the Pharisees also asked him how he had received his sight. He put mud on my eyes, the man replied, and and I washed, and now I see. Some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, for he does not keep the Sabbath. (laughs) But others asked, How can a sinner perform such signs? So they were divided. Then they turned again to the blind man. What have you to say about him? It was your eyes he opened. He is a prophet, the man replied. They still did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight until the man sent for the man, until they sent for the man's parents. Sorry about that. Is this your son, they asked? Is this the one you say was born blind? How is it that now he can see? We know he is our son, the parents answered, and we know he was born blind, but how he can see now? Or who opened his eyes? We don't know. Ask him. He is of age. He will speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders who already had decided that anyone who acknowledged that Jesus was the Messiah would be put out of the synagogue. That was why his parents said, He is of age. Ask him. That's kind of a cop-out on his parents. But sounds a lot like our woke world, right? You say the wrong thing, you're suddenly on the outside looking in. Or you're attacked. Verse 24. A second time they summoned the man who had been blind. Give glory to God by telling the truth, they said. We know this man is a sinner, meaning Jesus. He replied, Whatever he, whether he is a sinner or not, I do not know. One thing I do know, I was blind, but now I see. Then they asked him, What did he do to you? 
How did he open your eyes? He answered, I have told you already and you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples too? (laughs) Then they hurled insults at him and said, you are the fellow's disciple. We are disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke to Moses, but as for this fellow, we don't even know where he comes from. The man answered, now that is remarkable. You don't know where he comes from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners. He listens to the godly person who does his will. Nobody has ever heard of opening the man's eyes, of opening the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. So he's just he's fired up. He's a believer in Christ and he's not backing down to these guys. To this they replied, "You were steeped in sin at birth. How dare you lecture us?" And they threw him out. So they didn't have any logical response to that. Other than you insulted us, you hurt our feelings. Get out. Verse 35. Jesus heard that they had thrown him out, and when he found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? Who is he, sir? The man asked. Tell me, what, tell me so that I may believe in him. Jesus said, You have now seen him. In fact, he is the one speaking with you. Then the man said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. Jesus said, for judgment I have come into this world, so that the blind will see, and those who will, will, and those who see will become blind. Some Pharisees who were with him heard, heard him say this and asked, What, are we blind too? Jesus said, If you were blind, you would not be guilty of sin, but now that you claim you can see, your guilt remains. So that's the end of chapter 9. Pretty interesting. And uh, I know for myself, I I draw a lot of parallels between our woke space now and just our whole society. But that just indicates to me that society never changes. It's always the same. And it just keeps running its course with different names. But it's always the same. So with that, I'm going to just close this with a word of prayer. Father God, thank you for this day. Thank you again for loving us, for making us unique And I just pray, Father, for you to be the one that we live for, that we would see others as you see them, that our hearts and our minds would go out to them, and that before we react, we would see them as your child and think about how we can come alongside them. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. Have a great day.